Hello and welcome to Love and Lordship Live. I'm Greg Williams and I'm jumping right in today as it's so powerful as we continue with our Christmas theme. And this week's message is Christmas is Christ. First of all, for you who know me and by my ties uh, that I'm a, and, and everything I've said, I love it all. Uh, Santa, Grinch, Charlie Brown, Scrooge, 34th Street, all of it. Um, I, I particularly love the Charlie Brown Christmas because every year, usually more than once, and now with streaming, not just here in America, but around the world, they play this and Linus right there in the middle of that wonderful uh, TV program uh, does something that is very seldom, if ever done, uh, in, in our TVs anymore. He literally quotes from Luke 2, the gospel message that unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And I literally tear up every time I see that. And I go, Lord, your word never returns void. That is going to impact someone. Maybe someone who heard it years ago and fell away from the Lord or did not accept him and now is hearing it. Maybe for the first time, maybe for the first time again. Um, maybe someone who just needed to be prompted, but it never returns void. So you, you know what? I love it for that reason, because I choose to take every part of it, Grinch and Charlie Brown and Scrooge and 34th Street and all of it, and point it all to Christ. That's why I share with you today that Christmas is Christ. He is much more than a baby in a manger, but it began there. And there would be no hope without that first Christmas when he came in the flesh in the form of a helpless human baby. So let's take a look at the Christ of Christmas. I'm going to give you several points here. There's a lot of scripture text. So you can go to www.loveandlordship.com and look at for the article and find the article, Christmas is Christ. There's a read tab near the top there on the, on the uh, homepage. And you can find all of these texts, and uh, they'll be linked. So you can go and read them for yourself. I encourage you to do that more than anything because that's what gives us life. That's what we need to hear. That's what we need to know. But also test and see if what I'm telling you is in line with that word. So the first one, this is what Christmas means. Think about all of this. Christ, number one, Christ is the eternal God King of kings, Lord of lords, the creator and sustainer of all that exists. Before he was ever a baby, as we look at Christ, let's begin with his eternal existence as God, the Son, Isaiah 9, John 1, 1, John 8, 58, Colossians 1, 17, 1 John 1, 1, Hebrews 7, 3, and 13, 8, just to name a few. He is, is, always has been, and always will be the King of heaven and earth, King of kings and Lord of lords. 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16, Revelation 17, 14 and 19, 16. The very creator of the universe who holds all things together, Colossians 1, 15 through 17. In order for us to understand all that he did in coming to earth, we need to remember and know who he has always been and always will be and what he gave up. Read Philippians 2, 3 through 8 for the other Christmas story, as I've pointed out elsewhere. Number two, then, Christ is Emmanuel. God, King of kings, Lord of lords, creator of the universe, 
with us. And I, you've heard me say this before. He not only He's not only with us, he became us. He gave up all the glories and lifestyles of heaven, even his divine nature as God to become a man in the very form of a helpless human baby in a filthy, stinking manger and stable as Emmanuel. God, right here among us, with us, he became us. Isaiah 7, 14 and 9 verses 2 through 7. Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Luke 1 and 2. John 1, 14. He was fully God and fully man. And it is not only crucial in our salvation, but in our faith that we are of his spirit. We believe in him as such, fully God and fully man. 1 John 4, 1 through 4 says, test the spirits. Test the people when they're speaking and with the way they're acting and what they're saying about Christ. If they do not believe he came in the flesh, God in the flesh, they're, not, they're, they're of the Antichrist. See, the writer of Hebrews tells us that in becoming flesh and man, he became the perfect high priest and the perfect lamb, the sacrifice for our sins and to literally usher us into a relationship with himself as God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Read Hebrews, particularly chapter 5, verses 1 through 10, chapter 9, verses 11 through 14, and chapters 10, chapter 10, verses 11 through 18. Remember, these are linked at loveandlordship.com. Click the read tab. You'll find all of this. Had he never come in the flesh as us, as a human being, we would still have to offer imperfect and continual sacrifices. In coming to us as the babe at Christmas, the babe of Christmas, Emmanuel made the way for forgiveness of sins and for us to enter into both his presence and a relationship with him. Remember that without Christmas, there would be no cross. There would be no empty tomb or Easter, no resurrection, no hope. Praise the Lord. Christmas means he came. Number three, Christ lived as a boy and as a man. Luke 2.52 says he grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and his fellow man. Yet he was disrespected as the son of a blue-collar tradesman. Matthew 13, 54 through 56. He traveled as a homeless, itinerant preacher and teacher. Matthew 8, 19 and 20 and Luke 9, 57 and 58. And was rejected by the spiritual leaders and people of his day, even his own family for a while. Luke 11, 14 and 15. John 10, 31 through 38. Matthew 26, 65 and 66. And Mark 14, 63 through 65. Jesus experienced everything that we as human beings experience with regard to pain, temptation, and ridicule, and yet was without sin. Hebrews 2, 17 and 18, and Hebrews 4, 14 and 15. And he is able then to help us in all our struggles and temptations. Number four, Christ became us so he could become sin for us suffer and die a humiliating criminal's death on a cross for us, which actually meant that we had life. We were forgiven of sins. We were made righteousness. Look at 2 Corinthians 5.21, or I believe it's 1 Corinthians 5.21, I'm sorry. Philippians 2, 5-8, and Romans 5.8. Even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
That's why he had to come. That's why the manger is so important. That's why God in the flesh, is, it means everything. He gave up heaven, was born as a human, lived in poverty and homelessness, became sin, and died so that I could be set free and become righteousness through him. John 14, 6, Romans 3, 21 through 23, and 5, 17, and Romans 6, 23, Galatians 5, 1. You see, without the cross, his birth, his incarnation, his God becoming flesh, putting on flesh, would mean nothing, and we would be lost. But praise the Lord for his indescribable gift coming to us at Christmas. Number five, Christ rose again as a victor over sin, death, and hell. And by grace through faith has given us that same victory in him. Numerous passages I've got linked there where this is true. You see, if Christmas doesn't happen, there is no gospel message. Christ has become all things and all that he was, is, and always will be, fully God and came as fully man, still fully God, existing as both, so he could overcome the flesh, sin, death, and hell for the sake of all those who believe in him. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Without Easter and the resurrection, Christmas and Good Friday would mean nothing. Our hope is in him and his resurrection to give us new life, to make us righteousness. We are victorious in Christ. And finally, number six, Christ will return again as conquering king, king of all the nations. Revelations 12, 10 and 11. Revelations 15, 3 through 4. Revelations 17, 14 and 19, 16. And he will claim all of his own who believe in him and walk by faith in obedience to him. Matthew 19, 28, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, 2 Timothy 2, 12, and 1 John 5, 4. Because he came, lived, died, and rose again. Because heaven was temporarily emptied of his presence, and the manger, the cross, and the tomb are all empty, we who believe in him will reign in his kingdom with him. The Christ of Christmas was not just a babe in a manger. He is the creator and sustainer of the entire universe, of you and me, of every breath we take. He was Emmanuel, God with us, God in the flesh, God and man. He suffered an excruciating criminal's death in humility and rejection, all for us. He rose from the dead as the first fruits of all those who would follow him in resurrection life. And he will return again as the conquering king for all those who have chosen to make him Savior and walk with him as Lord. This is the Christ of Christmas. Christmas is Christ. Let us worship this babe in the manger for all that he is, creator, sustainer, Emmanuel, the suffering servant, the risen son of God and son of man, the returning, conquering king, and our Savior and Lord. Do you know him? Let me encourage you to listen to S-M, uh, S as in saint, M as in mom, 
S.M. Lockridge's That's My King. And remember that that king is the babe in the manger that we love and adore. And I pray so much more. Thank God that he gave us his indescribable gift. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 and 2 Corinthians 9, 15. Do you know the babe who became flesh to be your savior? Do you know the suffering servant as your Lord? Do you know the one who laid down his life for you as your friend? Do you know the itinerary homeless teacher as your master? Do you know the falsely accused criminal as your conquering king? Do you know him? Here are five action items that can help you do just that. Ask the Lord to show you what it meant for him to leave all the glory of heaven to become human. Ask him to show you this Christmas what it meant for him to live and suffer as we do in our flesh and humanity. Ask him what it meant to die in your place. Ask him, number four, what it is like to live with him as Savior and Lord. And then ask him what it will be like to reign with him in truth and love. Now, don't forget, you can check this and many others out, articles, podcasts, and videos at www.loveandlordship, all spelled out all together, loveandlordship.com, and learn more about what it means to be in a relationship with God in Christ. If you need help, contact us at Love and Lordship. You can do it, loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship, all together, at gmail.com, or text or or uh, call me at 859-229-6504. We would love to walk with you through this and engage with you as the Lord and the Holy Spirit leads us. Let us know what you're thinking. Comments here and elsewhere. Uh, you can send me the email. You can make the comments here or message me. Uh, check out the articles and the videos and the podcast at loveandlordship.com. Now, please continue to pray for us as we near the year end. Uh, we are uh, about uh, at least 20% of the way there. and Usually a lot of it comes in at the end. But if the Lord's leading you as you pray to see this as a kingdom ministry that he is blessing, would you consider being involved with us financially? And, and if you do, you can go to loveandlordship.com. There's a give tab near the upper right corner. And you can click on that, and it'll take you a minute or so. You can give one time, or you can give ongoing monthly, or however you want to do that. It doesn't take long, and I thank you. appreciate it so much. All donations are tax deductible. And if it's not us, keep praying until he shows you who you should give to. He wants you to know what it's like to let go of that so he can bless you. I'm not going to tell you what he'll give and all that. It's not health, wealth, and prosperity, folks. Uh, if that were the case, the apostles would have been ruled out. But he does say he will bless you. And so I want you to know that. Uh, I, I, you can also give at Cash App on mobily. Go to Cash App and look at, uh, I believe it's cash.app forward slash dollar sign love and lordship all together with both L's in love and lordship capitalized. Cash.app forward slash dollar sign, love and lordship with both L's capitalized. And then finally, if you would like to mail a check, you can do that to love and lordship. That's love and lordship and send it to 324 Timothy Drive, 324 Timothy Drive, 
Nicholasville, Kentucky. That's Nicholasville, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-V-I-L-L-E, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. Love and Lordship is here to help you live joyfully and have a healthy and fulfilling relationship in the love and Lordship of Jesus Christ and with others. We don't charge for any of this. Our motto is literally that. Every life and relationship built on the love and Lordship of Jesus Christ. If your group or, or church or organization would like to partner with us, message me or contact me. Our mission statement is making disciples who make disciples in the love and Lordship of Jesus Christ in every home, church, and beyond for his kingdom and glory. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and have a wonderful Christmas and New Year in Christ.